Hello and welcome to the podcast. You're listening to Mark Cave here from Softwash UK and also I run another company called Mr. Clever Clean uh, Franchise Cleaning Network as well and uh, I'm here today to uh, talk to you about rust stains on your soft washing. Um, so we're going to talk rust stains, what they are, um, what makes them and how to remove them. So without further ado, let's get on with this. So a rust stain, what is it? Why do they appear and how to remove them? Well, basically, um, when you're soft washing, you're almost certainly going to come across a rust stain. Rust stains can appear on properties from anywhere on a rendered property through to a patio. Um, and uh, yeah, all those sort of surfaces, you don't get them on roofs very rarely. Um, and I'll explain the reasons why. But basically, a rust stain is a contaminant of metal particles that has uh, leached out normally onto a surface from uh, a water running down the surface, whether that be on the side of a property like render rust stain or sometimes uh, running down, let's say, on a garden furniture that's gone rusty and then it runs down onto the patio slabs and contaminates metal particles and rust onto the slab. Another form of rust stain as well would come from um, liquid fertilizer that can be used by the lawn care companies. Uh, and when they spray the liquid fertilizer, again, the chemical makeup of the fertilizer, if it's sprayed onto a patio slab by accident, it can actually leave a rust stain as well. And um, so why do these appear? So basically it's oxidization, uh, natural forming process from sunlight. And um, what that does is sunlight and weather and water will cause rust. Um, if you ever basically things rust because of weathering. And so when a, a rust stain appears on render, that's normally because of something like a satellite TV bracket has gone rusty. And so the rain runs onto the dish. It then runs down the bracket and then runs down the wall where the bracket is attached to and metal particles will form and rust will form within that rendered section running down the wall. That doesn't necessarily mean you'll see the rust stain and I'll come to that in a bit. But again, also uh, overflow pipes, they can cause rust. Um, screws that have been rusted behind light fittings on render, for instance, they can cause rust stains as the rain runs down them as well. And then garden furniture on slab, slabs, okay. Um, and uh, sometimes if you had a skip delivered on the driveway and it's less, left there for quite a while, the skip naturally has rust on the outside and that can uh, weather off into the, the block pavers or the this surface that you, it's sat on. And um, what highlights these rust stains is using sodium hypochlorite, but also if you were to use uh, a DDAC biocide as well, but I'll come in more detail with that in a bit. But sodium hypochlorite is an oxidizer. So sometimes you can have metal particles, let's say in, in the render for instance, but they don't actually show up and it's not until you actually soft wash them with the salt and the sodium uh, element of sodium hypochlorite. And then the oxidization, it can actually highlight a rust stain after you've cleaned it, uh, cleaned the render with soft washing techniques using sodium hypochlorite. Now, um, 
and and some people who don't know quite what that is at that point will try reapplying sodium hypochlorite again and it just gets brighter orangey color and that's basically you're just making it rust quicker in a sense so uh, you can remove that uh, product uh, the, the rust rather using a, um, a gentle acid for want of a better word now it has to be a gentle acid because anything too strong can damage the render renders a very delicate surface and likewise on indian sandstone uh, concrete slabs those sort of things um, they need to be treated with care because if you use a strong acid you can actually scorch the uh, surface so for instance brick acid which is hydrochloric acid uh, if you put that neat on a flat surface sometimes if it's too strong you can actually scorch that block paving or that concrete and certainly if you put it on render silicon based render you would certainly cause a permanent mark within that so the idea is is to uh, use a gentle acid and the one we actually use here at Softwash UK and Mr Clever Clean is one that we sell on our website as well which is um, Rustex Pro now that's a designed uh, gentle acid made up from oxalic acid and surfactants and if you don't have the surfactants with your acid you run the risk of just removing the rust stain and then depositing it further down the wall so the surfactants that we talked about in a previous episode of podcast uh, will encapsulate the rust and stop it from just attaching itself back onto the surface again further down in the water and so you would apply a rust remover like Rustex Pro and that will actually eat the acid away and um, uh, encapsulate it. And then you would rinse it away. And you may need to apply more than one coat to do that. Um, but it's a pretty easy uh, application. There's nothing too complicated. Um, and you can resolve that. And again, likewise, with fertilizer stains on patio, but also, you know, uh, rust rings from garden furniture, that sort of thing as well. Uh, same thing applies. Now, on some occasions, the rust can be extremely difficult to move and not 100% removal can be guaranteed. And so we then have to work our way into the higher realms of stronger acids, which would then be looking at brick acid, in other words, hydrochloric acid. Now, word of warning and caution at this point, because if you do move into those stronger acids, you do run the risk of scorching the surface that you're cleaning. And under no circumstances would I recommend using brick acid, hydrochloric acid, on a silicon-based render. So please don't do that. But on block pavers and sometimes on, on slabs and stuff like that, you could consider going up to the next level if you're struggling to get it completely removed. But I would always st start weak and I would add clever wash surfactant to that recipe as well. So you're not just removing it and it will allow you to uh, not just move it further down the surface that you're cleaning. And also it will allow you to use the weaker concentrations of acid as well. So you can add clever wash to your acid if you should wish um, and then basically just uh, try that and do a test patch in an inconspicuous area first as well because you don't want to be flying around stuff and causing damage if uh, if you can help it so do a test first just to make sure and give you the confidence and that's really good practice on any chemical treatment um, so there are a couple of uh, well there's three or four little examples of rust stains now uh, also when using sodium hypochlorite, for instance, on a, uh, a soft wash mix on, a, on a, like PVC fascias, soffits and, and uh, gutters, etc. 
uh, some people do like to use sodium hypochlorite, maybe a one or a two percent recipe with clever wash surfactant. And what that does is it helps you clean. Sometimes you can, do, without any agitation, you could just fire a hose pipe at the gutters and they will come clean after after they've had a treatment from soft wash much much easier and they come amazingly bright as well uh, but sometimes you do get and typically it would be on a let's say you had a five bedroomed house with lots of white fascias gutters and soffits okay and windowsills double glazed and you do the whole house with let's say a one percent uh, soft wash recipe of sodium hypochlorite and clever wash and you'll get a reaction on one part, maybe just a hand size print of, of oxidization appear. And um, it goes slightly pinky brown on that one handprint area. OK, you've done all the house and it's just one particular area. And that, again, is oxidization that's caused uh, for some reason there's been a reaction. Now, it's not permanent. Now, if you were to walk away from the job, and left it a couple of days, it would actually disappear and go completely normal and look white. No problem at all. But let's say if it was right in your face, let's say on a porch area in the front door, and you wanted to get rid of it, then again, you could use Rustex Pro um, on that. Just literally wipe it on there after you finish the whole clean. Just wipe it with a bit of rag with a little bit of uh, Rustex Pro on there. And that literally just disappear in front of your eyes as you wipe it. OK, so that's one get out of uh, jail for you as well. Now, another thing when you you could also have rust stains when you're cleaning with a biocide, for instance, like a like Softwash Pro 50 or any of the makes that are out there, a DDAC based one or a, a, um, a back 50 based biocide. And so, again, Rustex Pro would be the one you could use to remove those stains. Um, now. There are other stains that can be caused from sodium hypochlorite as not not a permanent thing, but just a frustration. And that would be when you're doing a roof clean, should you get the sodium hypochlorite onto the lead flashing, you could end up getting a brown oxidization on the actual lead flashing as well. Now, the methods and procedures that you would use to stop that from happening would be to wet the lead with water first, then apply the soft wash to the roof. And also then if you saw any soft wash go on the lead flashing, quickly hit the lead flashing with water. And nine times out of ten, that will stop it from going brown. Also, using a, a surfactant like Clever Wash with your sodium hypochlorite can actually help prevent you getting brown stains on lead flashing because obviously you're using a weaker recipe instead of like a 50-50 or a neat uh, recipe of sodium hypochlorite. Um, but we would never advise using neat if you can help it. That would be uh, not good practice. But as I said, occasionally you can get lead flashing. Now, on a lot of roof cleans, you don't need to worry too much about that. In fact, the, the overall clean of the roof will take away from any brown stain on the lead flashing. In fact, you left that lead flashing for uh, three to six to 12 months, you brown stain would disappear. OK, and if it's not in their face and they're not worried about it and it doesn't show up uh, really much and the roof completely over dominates how lovely it cleans and looks clean compared to lead flashing, then don't worry about removing the brown stain because it will go anyway. However, if you feel that you need to remove the brown stain again, we do a product which is oxalic, uh, oxalic based acid as well called Lead X Pro. 
and that has a built-in surfactant in that as well so you can use that to remove away the brown stains again it's just a question of spraying it on or rubbing it on and that will do it will remove the brown oxidization on the lead flashing but also you can put some preventative measures measures in we talked about the wet wetting the lead flashing first i have heard people use plutonium jelly and wipe that over the lead flashing and another one i've heard is people using wd-40 or a similar sort of product and spraying the lead flashing and that creates a water barrier you know like a barrier from the actual uh, liquid of the uh, soft wash as well um, now if you come across uh, if a customer wants then you to to make the lead flashing look nice and pretty uh, then that's you're entering into the world of using a panitation oil and applying that that's something we don't do and i don't know too much about it but i do know that exists and you can have that done to restore lead flashing to look like it was when it was first ever uh, put on the property um, so they are the forms of oxidization that you can uh, get and how to remove them and also the products to remove them just to recap on that we got the LedX Pro and the Rustex Pro which is available on the website at softwashing.uk or softwash UK as the company is known and um, yeah they can um, pretty much solve any of those problems um, and I think that's pretty much covered it today in this episode so um, thank you very much so just to recap we've learnt uh, that you can get rust stains we can identify them what they are uh, we uh, reasons why they have appeared and and the processes methods and procedures and the chemicals to use to control them remove them and make sure they don't just uh, uh, form further down the property and uh, yeah i think that's pretty much covered it so if there's anything else you want me to discuss on the further episodes of the podcast we'd love to hear from you we've had a great response from the previous two if you haven't already just check them out they should be in the podcast uh, section so you'll be able to refer to them and uh, the, and yeah it's been a great pleasure hearing your feedback and any subjects that you want us to talk about here at softwash uk on the podcast then please reach out to me i'll gladly put them on and uh, yeah that's all that's left for me to say is thank you and uh, catch you on the next one take care have a great day bye bye